Hey, it's Handog. Carabana weekend. What a wonderful phrase. Put your ass in my face. I see those titties glistened up all day. Please come wine on me. Come twerk on me. Come twerk on me. Carabana weekend. Ooh. Carabana weekend. Ooh. This has been Black Suits the Podcast, Season 3, Episode 30. Fashion Week murderer. What's going on, everybody? What? What? <laughs> what up, everybody? It is I, Black Zeus. It is you, beautiful people. We are here for Black Zeus the podcast, season three, episode three zero, baby. That's right. We are twenty episodes away from the finale, which means. We're about 20 weeks away from the end of the year. Yeah, how do you like that? How do you like that? Did you know that the seasons of the podcast line up with the year? Guess what I didn't do? I didn't turn that on. Yeah, this is the worst intro of the podcast ever. Am I going to edit it out? No. Am I by myself again? Yes. Am I going to whoop? White slave's ass? No. No. This week was my fault. Last week was nobody's fault. This week isn't really my fault. I was out of town. We both knew it. Thought we'd make it back in time to record together. Not going to happen. So it's just me this week. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just I. Uh, if you remember the last few episodes I, I, I mentioned, I noticed how um, I've been wearing like black and white. Like a weekly on a pattern i've been wearing black one week and then white the next week and then all the thumbnails are like black and white shirts well guess what bitch i comboed it today i'm a referee i am a motherfucking footlocker employee this is actually a greek soccer jersey so i'm repping i'm repping uh greece right now i'm finally repping the zeus and not just the black Is that a tag? Is that a tag? Down big taxes cut loose from the noose. Uh, that was for the white listeners, you know. Uh, <laughs> I hope everybody had a good past weekend. If you're in the Toronto area, if you're in the GTA area, I hope you got to the city for Carabana. One of the sexiest weekends. Of the year, uh, the Carabana Festival, the annual Caribbean uh, street fest in Toronto, world famous, world famous Carabana. Uh, from what I hear, there was no gun violence this year. Way to go, Toronto! Way to go! I really hope I just didn't miss an article or a news story or a headline or some shit. But from what I saw, it was just. Beautiful women, hype niggas, white people who looked out of place, but having fun. <laughs> and thankfully, everybody kept the straps at home or at least just tucked in their pants. Um, sadly, I didn't get to make it out to the to the actual festival like the um, the parade. 
which is like the best and main part of the festival. That's what, if you're not familiar with Carabana, it, first of all, it started in the islands. Like this is a thing that all over the world it just copied, but it's because Caribbeans exist all over the world also. So you know, why not celebrate that shit wherever you are? Uh, Carnival is like a major fucking uh, event that happens. I have, and it's like pretty much every island has their own. Um, from what I understand. The Trini one, the Trinidadian one, is like the number one worldwide carnival. Uh, so I do actually want to go to that one day. Um, but the Toronto one is, you know, next best thing. I was in the city for a bunch of shows, but I was also during the day when the parade was happening. I had a bunch of meetings, so I wasn't able to make it out. Man, this you know one thing I realized about sitting in this chair on the video podcast? I'm going to say it now. And if you haven't noticed it before, you're probably always going to see it now. But this chair makes my thighs look huge. And yes, I'm Ethiopian, so my thighs are big. I have big thighs, baby. We got legs, baby. Um, But yeah, just like fucking always trying to position differently so that it's not... What if I just cross my leg like that? All right. If you're listening to this on the audio, this part's not for you. Also, subscribe to the YouTube, baby. I'm not I'm not done with harping on y'all, okay? By the way, I did also see some numbers go up on the subscription count. Love you. You're beautiful people. Thank you. Uh but I was in the I was in the city for a few shows. I was fucking exhausted actually. I was doing four I was supposed to do five shows on Saturday. I ended up doing four. Um I was just so tired. I, I did the eight o'clock and the ten o'clock shows. At two different clubs. <laughs> so I... I li- <laughs> Fuck, man. Like, only comedians will do this shit, bro. Like, we're so fucking crazy for stage time. That I'm like, yeah, book me. Like, double book. On purpose. Because, like, the clubs are close enough that I knew that I could I could make it work. The one thing that I probably would have changed was that I would have drove instead of walk between the two locations. It's about a 15, 20 minute walk between locations. I got long legs. I'm an Ethiopian. I walk fast. So it was like a 12 to 15 minute walk. But doing that twice in between two other shows. So I did the eight o'clock at Backroom Comedy Club. Then I walked over and I did the eight o'clock at the Comedy Lab. Then I stayed at the Comedy Lab, did the 10 o'clock at the Comedy Lab. Then I walked back to the Backroom Comedy Club. And did the 10 o'clock show there. And I was going to go to Comedy Bar. But I was so exhausted. Shout out to my boy RJ. Uh, this guy showed up. And and fuck bro. I was so bummed to, to just not hang out. Because it's, it's Carabana weekend bro. Like my boy came out. He has a friend who's a DJ. We were going to go see uh, a DJ. Or he was, he was going to go see his homie and invited me to tag along. And I initially said yes, because when I, when I said yes, I only had two shows booked. But by the time the weekend rolled around, I took on the extra shows. And by the time my homie showed up, I was fucking dead tired, bro. It was like 1230. I was gonzo. I was ready to go to bed. Um... I wanted to at least like stick around and and catch a little bit of the shit, but I knew that if I had gone into the club, I probably wouldn't leave until it was too late. And I have so much shit 
that I had to do that day or the next day. So I just, I'm realizing I'm an adult, man. I'm realizing um, that I'm in the stage of my life where partying and pimping are not completely unimportant, <laughs> uh, but definitely have taken a backseat to, to mental health uh, and just physical health and my career. Uh, my career is finally more important than these random bitches that I've been meeting. <laughs> Not to say that I ever really was less important. Comedy has always been the number one thing, but especially when I moved to Toronto. You guys have heard me say it enough. You guys have heard the stories enough. My whore days, man. And... I, I still have the instincts and I definitely still have the skills. I'm a talker and I definitely still keep my knife sharp. I'll just talk to women, um, but then not really like put in the level of effort or work that I would or that is needed to, you know, sleep with them. Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. I just there's more important shit and I fucked a lot. You know what I mean? But what I haven't done a lot of is um, a lot of the stuff on my to-do list for comedy. And obviously the theme for the last few weeks you guys have been picking up on is I'm just ready to fucking hit that next level. You know what I mean? And now that your boy's Adam Sandler approved. <laughs> what a douchebag I am. <laughs> uh, your boy's Adam Sandler approved. Um, yeah, no, it's just time to start really fucking taking that shit seriously. Or more seriously. Or not even more seriously. It's just time to get more disciplined. How about that? About my comedy. And it's been almost a year now since my last relationship. And since my last Friends with Benefits thing, it's just on like just a little bit after that relationship. So I got out of that relationship, then I was I had a little friend on the side. That lasted a couple months. So yeah, like, I'll be approaching a year of no relationship and just not pure fuckery. You know what I mean? Um, and honestly, like, without exaggeration, without blowing smoke, this has been one of the most productive, fulfilling, and uh, progressive years in comedy for me. So clearly, I was distracted by pussy. Clearly. I'm not ashamed to admit it, man. Pussy's delicious, my nigga. What am I supposed to do, bro? It was getting thrown at me. And 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 one of the best moves that is also one of the worst moves was leaving the heart of Toronto. But I really do feel like I've been thinking about this and reflecting on this a lot lately, but I really do think that had I stayed in Toronto, I, I wouldn't be this much funnier like i've taken a real leap forward not even necessarily in terms of joke writing because i figured that shit out and and i figured out like getting the jokes out of my voice and stuff but now in terms of just pure stage presence coupled with the writing 
coupled with just like every aspect of my game on this stage has gotten infinitely sharper, like infinitely sharper. And um, yeah, man, I just feel less and less stressed going up on stage now. It's like, and the album is coming along nicely. I might as well give y'all a little update on the on the progression of the album. Uh, these venues are still not fucking getting back to me. So, you know, I haven't locked down the exact date, but I know around the time that I'm trying to, I'm trying to get this done. But in terms of, uh, building out the actual set list, I've, I've got all the jokes. I'm just ordering them, seeing which ones fit best where. And, uh, I think I have the first, the first like 15, 20 minutes, like, ironed out so now i'm starting to go into jokes that i haven't told in a while uh jokes that aren't fully developed or fully finished seeing how many of those i can get done in time to uh, a level that i'm i'm really happy with and that matches the the caliber of jokes that i've already been working and prepping for the album um, i'm very excited man i'm very excited uh what else happened this weekend comedy wise i did the corner uh on friday fucking fire shows uh fire sold out corners pretty much always sold out at this point like joe runs a tight ship there um i did the corner again on sunday i did the eight o'clock even the sunday eight o'clock was sold out it was so fire and then sunday last sunday of every month if you guys don't know in toronto uh legendary 27 year running uh kenny robinson's uh, Nubian show. Nubian Disciples of Richard Pryor. Comedy review, to be exact. My favorite show, hands down, period. It's the only thing that Canada has that feels like Deaf Comedy Jam. Um, so, like, all the black comics come out. And it's just one of my favorite times, man. And then, like, all the ethnic comics come out. So, it's like all the funniest people. Ha! Uh, <laughs> and I say that legitimately because like, let's be serious. Ethnic people are way funnier than white people, but <laughs> it comes from hardships. You know, the funniest white people are poor whites because they have hardship. It's a lot harder for anybody of class or wealth to be truly, genuinely like gut busting funny because you just are less relatable to the common man. And most of the funniest shit is relatable to the common man. Let's be honest. You want to do the hoity-toity? You want to do the stick your nose in the air comedy? Please, please, go gain an all-white audience, Mr. John Mulaney. Um, <laughs> there's not a black person on this planet that finds John Mulaney funny. Find me one, my nigga. Find me one bro and that's crazy because i know john mulaney is funny i've i've seen his comedy i'm not saying he's funny i don't find him funny you thought you caught me huh i just said there's not one black person that finds him funny and then i said he is funny because i'm a comedian i'm not gonna act like people aren't funny just because i don't find them funny you know what i mean i'm not one of those people and there's a lot of those and a lot of you are fucking music heads too you're like this is the best band this is the best musician this is the best rapper not even not even fucking drawing attention to the fact that music is super subjective and whatever you like is like one man's trash is another man's treasure. You know what I mean? So comedy is the same way. 
Just because I don't like John Mulaney and all the other black people don't like John The guy fucking stinks, okay? He talks about split pea soup and shit, like the whitest of white humor, just super not for me. Um, I don't even know where I was going with this. <laughs> this, just, this just turned into real John Mulaney just slander, you know? And I'm sure someone who's listening to this right now is like, well, well preposterous, how, how could you say... It is what it is, my nigga. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's super white humor, like super white humor. And there's people that just do that and they don't really have a voice for other people. (laughs) John Mulaney to me is one of them, but you can't deny his funny. He was a writer on Saturday Night Live. Uh, His writing is actually like good. You know, even though I don't like the jokes. The writing is solid. He's a very good writer. He knows punchlines. He knows timing. He knows all that stuff. But he's a dainty white boy. And that, there's nothing there for me. I don't care. This is, We don't relate. I, I, I eat potato chips, not crisps. <laughs> I don't even think he's British. Um, so yeah, uh, Nubian show happened on Sunday. Fire! Fire! Uh, some of my favorites, some of the scenes, absolute best. Uh, some of my closest friends in this shit. Uh, I, I got to watch Danny Martinello, the only white guy to do the show this week, or to do the show this month, and the first white guy to do the show in a really long time. Um, it the, the Nubian show is just that. It's the Nubian show. It's the show for black comedians and ethnic comedians to get a, a spotlight and showcase on one of the biggest stages in the city which is the Yuck Yucks Toronto stage. Um, so f- when white guys get on the show, they got to be really good. Danny Martinello is a beast. This motherfucker is killing the game. Uh, he won last year's uh, Seattle International Comedy Festival, one of the biggest international comedy festivals, uh, or widely recognized as one of the biggest. Um, and this motherfucker just murdered, like, like murdered, man. It, He's got really good high octane energy. He's like comedy on Nas, which is similar to me. I'm a, I'm a fucking high octane. I love Danny because we are really are like black and white versions of each other. <laughs> like we have that high energy. We're always positive, spreading love type shit. And uh, yeah, he's just a solid dude. And it was great to see him just murder his first time. Uh, and then Natish got up. And Natish slayed. Like fire. Uh, and then Chris Robinson, one of my dearest friends. I, lo- I love this dude. He's amazing. Um, he closed out the show. Fire. The whole show was fire. And uh, that pretty much capped the uh, Caravan Along weekend for comedy. Uh, there was more Adam Sandler sightings, if you're, if you're interested to know. Adam Sandler was seen at another comedy club. It was the Corner Comedy Club once again. Because he knows where good comedy is. Uh, the other clubs are great too. Uh, from what I heard, like from what Sandler said specifically about the corner, it's a it's a Brooklyn style comedy club. It's it's close knit, um, but the vibe is very much a New York comedy club. And if you're a comics comic, that's where you want to be. You want to be in a New York style comedy club because that is like 
the best atmosphere. It's in a basement, low ceilings. Everybody's packed in tightly together. Um, and the, the, the look is amazing. Red lights everywhere and fucking uh, vinyl, uh, vinyl f- gatefolds and shit and covers and all that stuff. Lining the whole wall of the place. It's, it's gorgeous. And uh, that was one of his biggest compliments. He's like, it feels like I'm in Brooklyn. You even have to walk down an alley. To, to get to it. Now, my favorite thing about this alley, I really do think the alley that the corner and Yuck Yucks o- occupy, that's right, the corner and Yuck Yucks both occupy the same, like, here's the corner comedy club on the left, here's the alley in between, and here's Yuck Yucks on the right, and the doors literally face each other. So you're walking in and out of, like, two of the best clubs in the city, and they both feed out to this alley. I look at that alley as the, the Toronto comedy scenes like Diagon Alley, like some Harry Potter shit. That is the funniest alley in the city, mainly because two of the biggest and best clubs empty out into that alley. So there's always, like whenever there's shows happening, there's always some of the city's funniest people smoking weed, smoking cigarettes, just shooting the shit, whatever the fuck, in that alley between the two clubs. Um, and it, it was just great. It was just great, especially when Nubian is happening. And I was on at the corner. So, like, <laughs> uh, comedian Nicholas Rizzi, this guy edited uh, an Instagram story video that I took where I, I, I filmed myself in the corner and then walking out of the corner and then walking into the, the back of Yuck Yucks and then walking into the club of Yuck Yucks. And this guy fucking edited it like it was Goodfellas. It was, it's actually really funny edit. It's on my story feed right now. If you do happen to see it, it probably won't be there by the time this episode comes out. But um, very funny. That whole... Opening scene to Goodfellas where he's walking through the back of the club with his girl or with his side piece. Uh, he, <laughs> he pretty much made it look like that. Um, I got some shows coming up. I'm headlining in London, Ontario this Friday. Uh, I should actually get the actual name. So give me give me one second. I'm not in London too often, but when I am, it's, it's usually fucking fire. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Let's see what the... I think it's Fork River. Forked River? Where is the actual... Let me find it. One second. How bad? How bad is this, eh? Eh? I'm super Canadian, eh? Forked River Brewing in London, Ontario. So if you're in the London area, uh, Friday, August the 5th, I will be headlining Forked River Brewery. Uh, Looks to be a really fun show. Really big show. And then I will likely be back in Toronto at the corner and uh, bouncing around between some other clubs this weekend. Um, I do have to keep this episode short, unfortunately. I got back so late from uh, doing family stuff today that I, I at least wanted to get on here, update the update the, the weekend's fucking comedy findings. Get y'all up to date with that. Uh, I will have White Slave back in the studio with me. Uh, next week is the plan. And I think I will keep the Better Call Saul preview and review again another week. I've been really enjoying it. Uh, I'm recording this on Monday. So as soon as I'm done this and I edit it a little bit, I'm going to go watch that episode. I'm really looking forward to it. There's only like three episodes left, tonight's included. So maybe I won't even do previews and just wait for the season to wrap or this, the show to wrap because this is the series uh, finale season so it's over after this shit um uh, but yeah i just i just wanted to make sure y'all got a taste of me baby because i i like tasting y'all you know what i'm saying ladies only um <laughs> um ladies only thank you 
I hope you're enjoying your summer. We're halfway through this bitch. It's August now. Enjoy it, motherfucker. Whatever you've been meaning to do, go do it. Go spend some time in the sun. Go fuck outdoors, man. Because once, once November, late October, November hits, you ain't doing that unless, you, unless you're like trying to do some polar bear fucking, you know? And by that, I mean the polar bear, like when the people go swimming in the ice rivers, not fucking actual polar bear, you weirdos. That's like some white humor shit. Did John Mulaney make that joke? Why am I shitting on John Mulaney so much? I don't dislike the man. I don't hate the man. I just think his comedy's poop. Anyways, let's do a theme. I'm going to fire it off to Henny. And then um, I'll be back for y'all next week. You know what I'm saying? I'll be back with more goodness. A full episode. I'll have my white slave back in this booth. And um, and we'll have a lot more to talk about. Other than that, let's uh what are we gonna what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Carabana weekend. Carabana weekend. What a wonderful phrase. Carabana weekend. Put your ass in my face. I see those titties glistened up all day. Please come wine on me. Come twerk on me. Carabana weekend. Ooh. Ooh. Carabana weekend. I hope you had a good Carabana weekend, baby. Hey, it's Hen Dog. This has been Black Suits the Podcast, Season 3, Episode 30. I will be back here for you every Wednesday on iTunes, Google, Spotify, YouTube. Please subscribe, leave a comment, DM me, send me a nude, whatever. I love y'all. Stay beautiful. Stay people. Peace, peace. Hey, it's Hand Dog. Carabana weekend. What a wonderful phrase. Put your ass in my face. I see those titties glistened up all day. Please come wine on me. Come twerk on me. Come twerk on me. Carabana weekend. Ooh. Carabana weekend. This has been Black Suits, the podcast, season three, episode 30.